Hello, everybody, and welcome to Everything Birds. I'm your host, Liam O'Neill. So very happy to have you along here today. So today we are going to be talking about warblers. So I'm sorry if this episode's a little late for you in your area because the warblers have left, kind of like my area, but maybe up north some people will like it. Um, so we're just going to get started with the bird of the day and the jokes. Okay, so first our jokes. Why do hummingbirds hum? Because they can't remember the words. So I hope you like that really cheesy joke. Okay. Did you hear the one about the crow and the telephone pole? He wanted to make a long distance call. Okay, now our riddle. Okay, so I'll tell you the answer at the end. And I'm really sorry on the last one. I forgot to say the answer, but that will not happen today. I will remind myself. Okay, riddle. People buy me to eat, but never eat me. What am I? Okay, so keep that in mind, and I'll tell you the answer at the end. One more time. People buy me to eat, but never eat me. What am I? Okay. So now our bird of the day. So our bird of the day is the yellow-billed cuckoo. And I wanted to do this bird because I just saw it, and they're really cool. And yeah, okay, so let's just get started. I saw it at this park near my house, actually, and I was we were just birding. We just saw a prothonotary warbler, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what's that thing? Because i never seen anything like it. And I thought it was like a falcon or something, but it was a cuckoo. And I was like, oh, that's the yellow-billed cuckoo, because I had seen it in my, like, bird book and stuff, but I had never, like, seen one in real life, so I thought that was really cool. Okay, so the color description, and I wanted to learn more about it. So color description, yellow-billed cuckoos are warm brown above and clean whitish below. They have a blackish mask across their face and a yellow eye ring. In flight, the outer part of their wings flash rufous. From below, the tail has wide white bands and narrower black ones. The bill is mostly yellow. Okay, so the tail is really distinct. So you'll see. You'll see it's like a cuckoo. There are two types of cuckoos that live in uh, the Indianapolis area. That's the black-billed cuckoo and the yellow-billed cuckoo. But there are many different types of cuckoos around the world. Um... So, yeah, so I wish, like, I could show you guys, like, a picture because, like, it's really hard just to explain it with words, but, I mean, it's not a YouTube channel, so I guess I can't, but, okay, so our fun facts. The yellow-billed cuckoo are among the few bird species able to eat hairy caterpillars. In the east, they eat large numbers of tent caterpillars, as many as 100 in one sitting. Okay, next fun fact. The yellow-billed cuckoo have one of the shortest nesting cycles of any bird species. So this is really crazy fact. From the start of incubation to fledging can take as little as 17 days. Although born naked, the young birds develop quickly. Within a week of hatching, the chicks are fully feathered and ready to leave the nest. That's so, that's so crazy to me. Okay, next fun fact. The oldest known yellow-billed cuckoo was at least five years old when it was found in Tennessee in 1964. It had been banded in Florida in 1960. So, yeah, that's like, that's, that's like, because 
we've talked about other species that have like 11, 11, like 11 years old. And so probably this is one of the lesser, like the one of the species that don't grow as old. But there's some cool birds. Okay, so the diet. Caterpillars top the list of yellow-billed cuckoo prey. Individual cuckoos eat thousands of caterpillars per season. On the East Coast, periodic outbreaks of tent caterpillars draw cuckoos to the tent-like webs where they may eat as many as 100 caterpillars in a sitting. It said they also ate some other stuff. Don't quote me on this, but I think it said earthworms, but I'm not quite sure on that. But their main prey is definitely caterpillars. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to talk about warblers, as I told all of you. Okay. So, the warblers I have seen. Okay. So, I... I probably okay. So I've seen a prothonotary warbler. I've seen a yellow warbler, yellow rumped warbler, yellow throated warbler. <laughs> See these names are there's so many of them. Okay, uh, black throated green. I don't know. Um, but I've seen a I've seen a black and white warbler. A um, what are some other ones I've seen? A northern water thrush, which is actually, I think, considered a warbler. And seen some other ones. But there's so many different types of warblers. And I'd recommend, if there's still time, you should go out in the spring and look for them. Because they're going to be coming back through in the fall. But it's really hard because they've lost, a lot of a lot of them have lost their plumage. So you can't really tell which one is which. Or it's harder. You can't. I don't say that, but you can. You can tell, but it's harder. Um, so I definitely recommend going if it's still in your area. Again, sorry that this episode was not earlier. But, hey, I mean, a week ago I thought I saw a prothonotary warbler, which is one of my favorite, all-time favorite warblers. And, okay, so it's really helpful with warblers to know the sound because they're these, like, little things that are, like, dart from tree to tree and, like, a lot of them look the same, so you can never, like, it's really hard to identify them unless there's, like, unless it's staying really cooperative with you, and that's what the protonatory warbler is doing at Holiday Park the other day, and I am so glad for that, but they, they don't like to stay in one place for a long time, so it's really helpful to know the sound. So, actually, I go, I went birding with this guy who leads uh, bird walk tours at this park by my house, and it was, um, his name, uh, well, he, he, like, does these bird walk tours, I think, every Sunday in the fall, maybe, but, like, it's so helpful to go with him, because, like, he just knows, like, every sound, it's, like, crazy, he's, like, there's a cerulean warbler or something, oh, yeah, that's another one I've seen, those are probably my favorite, and it's, like, uh, there's a black-throated blue, and I'm, like, where are you seeing all of these, I'm, like, and, and like, he's hearing a lot of them, and then he'll just, like, see them. I'm, like, like, this guy is, like, a robot or something. Um, so I really like to go on the tour, bird walk tours of him. It's really fun. Um, and actually, about the sound, I got a sound guide from Cornell uh, for my birthday, and it's, like, Cornell Lab Ornithology put together the sound guide of all these backyard birds, it's actually been really helpful. I've been practicing using it, and it's uh, super cool. And my aunt and uncle got it for me, and I really like it. Uh, so, um, thank you, aunt and uncle. Um, so, 
yeah, I really recommend getting that if you need to learn more backyard sounds, uh, backyard bird sounds, and so, yeah. Um, okay, so, the birding capital of the, or the warbler capital of the world is McGee Marsh on Lake Erie, and this place, I've never been there, because I've only been to birding for a year, and one of them was COVID year, or two of them, I guess, but, uh, lesser now since people are getting vaccinated and stuff um but it it's uh so I have not gone up there yet but a lot of people I've talked to have and it's like so crazy about like all the warblers there and it's so it's like Ohio like that's the warbler capital of the world I thought it'd be somewhere in Central America or something but no it's uh McGee Marsh on Lake Erie. So if you ever have time or you live near there, um, just like take a day trip or something up there. And although I've never been there, I really recommend it because I've seen photos of like everything and like they have to rope it off. Or like this year, I don't think they're allowing, or last year, I don't think they were allowing anyone to go in like the main area, but maybe this year it's back open, but don't quote me on that. Okay. So there's also this guy named Ken Kaufman, and he he lives around McGee Marsh, and he was he wrote this amazing book. It's called Season on the Wind, and it's all about like there's a warbler section, I think, and it's just like a book about I don't know, it's just a book about birds. And so, uh, yeah. So okay, so now the part that I think we've all been waiting for. How can you attract them to your feeders? Warblers, I don't think, are the easiest things to get to your feeders, but it's possible. Because I've had one, I had one last year. It was a yellow-throated warbler, which them and the yellow rump warblers look super similar, except the yellow rump has yellow on its rump, too. What a, what a great name. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So I had a yellow-throated warbler come to my suet feeder, and it would come, it would come like every day, and it was like staying into the summer, so I thought that was really cool, and I loved just seeing it there every day, and I wish my had, I had my camera at that time, because that was, that, it was very photogenic, um, but it was cool. Um, so, you can attract them to your feeders by putting up Super Suet from Wild Birds Unlimited. So you can put up any suet, but I got it on Super Suet, and I think that one works the best um, because it's loaded with all this good stuff and everything. And uh, so, yeah, or you could put bark butter. I've seen them eating bark butter before. So, yeah, so just, like, experiment around with that stuff, and who knows, maybe you'll get, maybe you'll get a warbler. So, I think I've covered a lot here. Um, oh, oh yes, I told you I'd remember. I told you I'd remember. Okay. So, the answer to the riddle. Drum roll, please. Okay. People buy me to eat, but never eat me. What am I? The answer is a plate, because people buy it to eat, but they never eat it. I mean, unless you're a freakazoid who, like, eats plates, but like, I mean, I hope you're not, um, and so I hope you like this Warbler episode, and I'll be back maybe next two weeks, um, 
So happy burden, and will you please subscribe to my podcast, and thank you for listening. Bye.